Hey gang, Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts is supported by Patreon. Thank you to David Green, Kyle Michaud, Pablo Corden, Jordan Ferguson, Ashley Martinez, Matthew Bang, Dan Reed, Bradford N. Smith, Jade Cor, Paige May, Samuel Chesser, Wynn Richport, Alicia Harper, Gabriel Pezek, Toge, Sarah Thal, Sebastian Sawyer, Shane Lee Miller, Cody Old, and Dan Farrell for funding this episode. Welcome to Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts, the original podcast that painstakingly goes through all Scooby-Doo media in search of those two Scooby-Doo absolutely or Scooby-Don't under any circumstance. I'm your host, Amelia. And I'm your host, Billy. We're watching season two of the Lego Web Shorts. I legitimately forgot how much I enjoyed these last time. They're very good. It's nice! Like, all you need is one joke, and you're set. And I mean, that's that's to do with the fact that they're a minute long. Yes, absolutely. But you know what? You get a good joke. You get great production value with the Lego. Oh, it's so much more charming to see an actual Lego than it is to just see CGI that's shaped like a Lego. Like, I, I am fine with the CGI, but when I look at these, I am genuinely impressed. Like, it affects me so much more. And this is, you know, listeners, we're recording this on the exact same day we recorded our episode for Lego Nighttime Terror. So we are actually seeing a stark difference between the two mediums right now. And it's that, if you want to keep my goddamn attention span, one minute is <laughs> how you do it. Yeah, because just like the last season, we have eight episodes. They're a minute each, if that, in some cases. Um, that The theme song takes up a good chunk of time. Yeah, and like, there's, it's going to take you less than ten minutes to watch the entire season. It's going to make our stack count episode very challenging, but here so we gonna, go. We're going to do it the same way that we did last time. We're not going to do character development, uh, locations, musical direction, any of that. It is just each episode and anything significant noted that happens in that episode. It's really all the content that we can legitimately wring out of that minute. You know we will. So let's get started with the first episode, Mystery Mashup. In this one, we see Fred, once again, almost commit vehicular manslaughter. This time, not two random Lego men, but his dear friends, Shaggy and Scooby. Who have, for some reason, arrived at the Grimly Mansion completely separately from Fred. No, this is Daphne's house. No, this is specifically, this is interesting. Because this little mini-sode is like an alternate dimension of Lego Scooby-Doo Nighttime Terror. It's the same mansion, it starts with the same thing, Fred driving towards it, only this time, I posit you, he's driving much less recklessly. This is Fred as a calm and cautious driver. Look, man, I was just trying to create a scenario in our minds where we would believe that Shaggy and Scooby would be in a haunted house separate of anyone else. And I say, because it's not Grimsley Manor, 
It's Daphne's house. (laughs) And they ran out of there screaming because she said, you're going to have to start paying for those $8 margaritas you're slamming back. (laughs) I love the concept of Daphne inviting everyone over to her house for margaritas. These are the types of things that can happen in the Lego Scooby-Doo universe of these shorts. It's a little more casual, but they're all still friends. (laughs) So what happens in this one is that Fred narrowly avoids killing Shaggy and Scooby, and he completely crashes the mystery machine. And then, as their way of apologizing to him, they start to rebuild the mystery machine. But, well... They do it wrong a couple times. It gets rebuilt as a motorcycle, but Fred nixes that because it'll mess up his hair. Yep. It gets rebuilt as a boat, but he nixes that because he gets seasick. This is a new development. I don't think he gave a reason for nixing the plane. I think everybody just knew that was a bit incorrect. And then can I point out my favorite bit of this short? It's that Fred doesn't even drive Shaggy and Scooby home. They get it into the shape of a van again, and he drives off. And Shaggy has to say, looks like we're walking. So actually, (laughs) this, I feel, explains what happened here. Shaggy and Scooby were already at this house. They called Fred for a ride home. He drove there, crashed, and then was like, you know what? You can walk. They've caused him enough trouble. As if him being their emergency contact wasn't bad enough. (laughs) On to episode two. Lighthouse lunch break. We just talked about how much you love the hot dog pieces. You said they were your favorite Lego piece last episode. Serendipitously, here they show up. There's a hot dog stand on the beach. They eat hot dogs with the monster. No buns. Just hot dogs. Just straight up wieners in your mouth. (laughs) Clenched in their little Lego fists. And then they overeat and they can't run very fast anymore. Yeah. That's a joke. Now, let's let's all admit, though, the MVP of this episode is the hot dog vendor. You have a man there dressed as a hot dog in Lego form. Is this an existing piece? And where can I buy it? I'd like to posit that um, food trucks probably have police scanners and they're listening for anything spooky that's happening. <laughs> and then when they find out that something spooky is happening at the lighthouse, they know Shaggy and Scooby are going to end up there eventually. Yeah. So all the food trucks just coalesce on that one area. That is brilliant. Like, that is a joke I would legitimately want to see in one of the movies. <laughs> Lady, he's putting my kids through college. <laughs> I'm also, I also love the moment of they're running from the monster, and Shaggy says, well, how about a hot dog break? And the monster goes, okay. <laughs> like, there is just this, <laughs> this two-second pause, which in a one-minute video is a lot, and that just says, okay. And they all eat together, and it's fine. This is the sort of low-stakes nonsense I want from a short. Episode 3, Scary Sleepover. They have Ernie and Bert beds, and I love it. Matching twin beds 
with framed pictures of sausages on the wall above them. It's so, it's so wholesome. I love this little nighttime setup for Shaggy and Scooby. I want to see it much more often. But then the story around this one is stupid. Because there's a mummy at the door, and they're like, Mummy! And then he tries mm. to come in, and they're like, No, I said mummy, not mommy. Yeah. But instead of Shaggy's mother busting in with, like, a broom to scare off the mummy, which would have been a much better joke, they disassemble their beds to block the door. So casually, too. They, yes, very they, casual. They push away the mummy, and then it's like, All right, set to work. This is our routine. And just start taking apart the beds, and bricking up the walls and the windows. Not a word needs to be said. They understand this implicitly that it's what needs to be done. And then for some reason, after they're done bricking up the door, a ghost shows up in the yeah. room. Came in through the... Well, how... Well, Billy, I... Ghosts can walk through walls. So it's a real ghost. Yeah, I don't know why I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Ghosts can walk through walls. It was glowing. Like it glowed in the dark, so that's a ghost. Episode four. Nice ride. Now, there's a little bit of controversy with this one. I believe its title in the actual YouTube video had an exclamation point. But in the episode, there's no exclamation point in Nice Ride. So how excited are we about this ride? Not very. Tell you the truth. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, well, it's, it's said fine. Well, it said sarcastically at first, I believe. Yeah, because a guy in a nice sports car doesn't like the mystery machine, and so he cranks up his radio. Yeah. He even goes as far to say, after he says it's a nice ride, like he gives them the compliment and lets them know that it's a nice ride they have, he then says, and get this, not. And then they have a sound system off. Yes. Know, to, because he's got bumping speakers, and like, you best believe if Fred can turn the van into a flying vehicle capable of UFO flight, he can make a bump in sound system. Now, how do you feel about this mystery machine transformation? Because notoriously, you don't like those flights of fancy. I don't. The very large speakers coming out of the roof was... fine. Neutral yeah. about the big speakers. I feel like in Lego, in especially in this version where it is a physical Lego form, it's more acceptable because it almost feels like a magic trick. Like, look, this was inside the whole time. And you're like, well, it had to have been. It's a physical object, isn't it? And it's inside a physical object. This has to be a thing. This short ends with them absolutely tearing the sports car apart with the power yes. of sound. And then the guy, dazed and confused, says, nice ride. They shocked him. And then I think he dies. They've shattered his internal organs through sound alone. And again, very great use of Lego, because his car is made of Lego bricks. A lot of vibrations from sound can tear that fucker apart. Episode 5. If you build it, pizza will come. This is a Rube Goldberg machine for pizza, and... It's probably the worst one of the shorts, because the title's stupid. It's certainly- it's, it, this might be my least favorite title of a Scooby-Doo story ever. I don't know if I'd go that far. We've, we've certainly had some humdingers in the past, 
but I mean, I can't I remember if there are any racial slurs in previous titles that, you know, if it's like, oh, no, I don't. Oh, I was about to give an example. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> we don't need examples. We need an actual Rube Goldberg machine, not just like a stop motion contraption of a Rube Goldberg machine, you know? Like. Mm, but I felt like everything there did still have physical function. And no, for like. Because where was the pizza coming from? Just order from a pizza, pizza joint. Well, that was the thing. If you build it, pizza will come. It seems like that's literal, because since they've built that Rube Goldberg machine and it ends with them getting a pizza, if they reset the machine and run it again, they get another pizza. But no one's providing a new pizza. It just comes. And then Shaggy and Scooby giggle at it as it arrives. I, I really noticed in this short how much they giggle. Next, Mummy Museum Mystery. This is more of the traditional Scooby-Doo fare that you would expect. Really? Because it opens with that mystery machine-colored motorcycle and sidecar again. They were, this, this was featured as a shaggy vehicle mm -hmm. in the first episode of the last season of these shorts. And I demand some sort of explanation. Well, I think we got it in Mystery Mashup. They trashed the van and stole it for parts. Fred's still napping somewhere. But Shaggy and Scooby went to the museum. We do see the full museum uh, edifice, the front of it. I don't know why they keep going back to this museum, because every time they're there, this fucking mummy <laughs> one mummy's out. wandering around. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We never dealt with that mummy. And uh, they're being chased by this mummy. And it's a really long, looping hallway. A good joke on the... Uh... Recycled animation of yeah. the chase scene of Hanna-Barbera. Because what it literally is, is a rotating fake hallway, and they're running on a treadmill. So this is, this is a good little lampshade. Also, once they get off the treadmill, they really run away. And that mummy is real slow. Oh, he can't keep up at all. Look, they had a couple seconds left over. They just had to <laughs> let the timer run out on this one. Our penultimate short, Danger Prone Daphne. This is the first time the girls show up, and Daphne gets to speak, but not Velma. Yes. Well, this could have been produced during the controversial period between Mindy Cohn and Kate Micucci. We don't really know who's the proper Velma right now. I can't remember if Velma spoke in the first season, but I have a feeling she did not. Yeah. Daphne leads everybody to safety in the lighthouse, away from the sea monster... And before I talk about what happens, the sea monster actually rising from the water, when it's not water, but it's just a solid piece of blue Lego, is brilliant. The way they, they build it with its pieces, so it's actually rising from the water. That was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. But back, back to what happens. Daphne gets in the lighthouse, she slams the door, and that whole lighthouse comes apart. Falls right down. And that's it. That's a joke. But what we get at the end is Fred shaking his head. Kind of looking at the camera, but just done with Daphne there. So, shades of be cool all over this one. 
Our last episode. Wicked Warehouse Pursuit. The Black Knight back again. Mm -hmm. I can't say I'm happy to see him. Tired of knights. I just said that earlier today when we recorded our last one. It's fitting, though, because it means that this season was bookended by references to nighttime terror. Yeah, Black Knight again and a hallway-type chase again. Yeah, yes. That's exactly what I wrote. Because Shaggy and Scooby are in the warehouse. They're hiding in barrels and doors and teleporting between each of them. And I said, this is like a slow hallway chase. Teleportation chase, maybe. Because they have done it before where it's objects they're popping out of, not doors. Mm -hmm. But it's just a little exhausting to see it again so soon and in exactly the same way that we just saw it with a Black Knight villain. Yeah. And I'll be honest, part of the charm of the hallway chase is the pace. Gotta have that chase pace. So... Ended on a bit of a damp squib for me. General thoughts and feelings, though. I have none. <laughs> my, my general thoughts and feelings is that these take eight minutes to watch, so that's real nice. Yeah, I, and I wrote down here, it's what I said at the top of the episode, one joke is all you need. When that one joke works, I'm, I'm happy with the short. Sometimes not even that, just an image that I enjoy. And, and let's talk about what we enjoyed. What were your top three episodes of this season, Amelia? Well, definitely the top two are Mystery Mashup for some good Fred Jones content and Lighthouse Lunch Break because I liked the we've overeaten and can't move fast joke mm -hmm. plus my beloved hot dog Lego piece. Yes. Prominent member. I knew that would be up there for you. The third one, none of the other ones really spoke to me. I might give it to Nice Ride because... I just liked the speakers growing ever larger. Yes. It was and comical. also, I don't know. There's something about Shaggy driving the mystery machine that's got a bit of an innate charm to it. I can totally see that. A uh, lot of crossover here. My top one was Lighthouse Lunch Break. I just thought that one was absurd and funny, and I loved the hot dog vendor. Scary Sleepover was my number two. And that's just Really? Yeah, I think it's because of the Burt and Ernie beds. I've been on a bit of a kick of rewatching some Sesame Street shorts lately, because I am a cool and sexy person. And, uh, it's just a good format. Also, Nice Ride. Nice Ride was a great one. We didn't even talk about his astronaut shirt. What? The guy in the car, he had a shirt with an astronaut on it. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought that would get more airtime here, but apparently not. <laughs> See, that's that should have been the joke. It should have been Shaggy being like, nice shirt. Oh! Would your mother buy that for you? Yeah, who else would have? <laughs> <laughs> that's who buys my shirts. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you would like to buy me a shirt... With an astronaut on it. Then uh, you are more than welcome to. You can reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at the Billy Seaguire. Amelia can be found at Fatal Amelia. Maybe a shirt for her. We can be found collectively at Scooby underscore Dews. If you'd like to listen to any of our old episodes, including season one of the web shorts, which was done this past November in 2020, you can find those on our 
Tumblr, our WordPress, or our YouTube page, all under Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts. I have my own personal YouTube page under Fatalamelia for critiques on spooky stuff. And, uh, Billy... Hey, keep an eye out. Here. Yeah, keep an eye out for me. Uh, come August, I might have a book you want to buy. If you're into Doctor Who. You probably, you've, you've lost them. Probably not, though. <laughs> you're, you're here for Scooby-Doo. I understand. Uh, coming up next is another Lego thing. Right? We're we're thick into the Lego no. era right now. Coming up next, episode one of the podcast, Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts. <laughs> we are officially at the point in time. When we started recording. A couple of kids in Toronto, Ontario thought, let's start a podcast. Everything after that episode is going to have aired after our podcast began. And it's so weird that, like, I legitimately still don't see the end of the tunnel. How depressing. You've depressed me now. I'm sorry about that, Pat. (laughs) But let's not depress the listeners any longer. Well, it won't, because it means there's lots of content and you can listen to us. Because you Uh, like me, right? As long as you understand that this is a satire. Yeah, we're just here to have fun. (laughs) Here, it's something to do after we eat dinner. And isn't that Scooby Doo or Scooby Doo? Thank you. For God's sake, thank you for helping me to end this. (laughs) This is a Scooby Doo absolutely. If the Lego shorts are not a Scooby Doo absolutely, I don't know what is. Zombie Island? On a different end of the spectrum, absolutely. These are also an absolutely for me, just like season one. Takes less than 10 minutes. Most of them are hits, one or two misses. Still, it's a good ratio. Even the misses aren't that bad. No, we're not talking like a Boo Brothers miss. (laughs) And on that note... That's it from Scooby-Doo BS. The Scooby-Doo BS! Speaking of the flack that I get for people not understanding that this is a satire and a persona that I like 95% put on... We still get shit from reviewers about our treatment of Boo Brothers. Fucking why? It was awful. Boo Brothers was a bad movie, everybody. I I don't know how to tell you gently. Boo Brothers was a (laughs) bad movie. Goodbye.